You're listening to the Her Leadership Coach Podcast for the quietly determined career woman who's looking to step up into her first or next level leadership role. If you're looking to make a bigger, more positive difference in your organization, you've come to the right place. Well, hello, welcome in. It's Rochelle. On today's episode of Her Leadership Coach, we're going to be talking about the shift from a self-absorbed mindset to a self-aware mindset and why I think it's just a jump to the left every time I think of this one. If this is your first time listening to Her Leadership Coach or even if it's been a while, you might not have heard that I launched the Her Leadership Way Manifesto a few weeks back. It's a simple printable guide to keep you focused on the three principles and nine shifts that form the foundation of being a leader from the inside out. And it is my gift for you as we head into 2023. If you don't have your copy yet, you will find the link in today's show notes so you can grab it immediately or feel free to send me a message. I'll get the link to you somehow. As a quick overview, though, to bring you up to speed, the three guiding principles that next level leaders or leaders from the inside out use are we ask powerful questions, we take 100% responsibility, and we give grace to ourselves and others. So this season of the Her Leadership Coach the Her Leadership Coach podcast, uh, we're diving into each of the nine mindset shifts so you can get a deeper understanding and I really want you to start putting them to use in your leadership journey. Today, we're looking at the second of the three supporting shifts for We Ask Powerful Questions, which is we need to move from being self-absorbed in our leadership journey to being far more self-aware. Last week, if you missed it, we talked about the first mindset shift, which was going from a know-it-all mindset to a learn-it-all mindset. So if you missed that one, make sure you go back and have a listen. Okay, so being a little self-absorbed as a career woman actually seems logical when you think about it, right? When you're striving to get promoted or you're looking to be like, a next level leader, up your leadership game, you're focused on your strengths, your work, your interview skills, finding out what your gaps are from where you are now to where you need to be to get that role or to be that leader, or at least that's what I was doing. And I don't mean that it's the only thing I was focused on, right? I wasn't completely self-absorbed. Of course, I still had so much room for others. That's just natural for me. And I'm guessing for most of you listening as well, but I was focused on me within my leadership journey. After all, it was my journey, right? So why is the mindset shift from self-absorbed to self-aware? Well, let's take a look at the definitions for a start. Self-absorbed is to be preoccupied with one's own feelings, interests, or situation. So, yep, tick. I was preoccupied with not being a leader, which was my situation. 
and wanting to be a leader, which was my interest. And to be honest, I was probably preoccupied with my frustration with not getting to a leadership role, which is my feeling. So, yep, I definitely had self-absorbed covered. I'm wondering if any of that feels familiar to you. Self-awareness, the definition is our ability to observe and accurately identify our thoughts, feelings, and impulses, and determine whether they are grounded in reality or not. So self-awareness, there's, there's four things that I think self-awareness is about, probably more, but this gives you a really good understanding. Um, the first is understanding your own biases and prejudices and having the ability to recognize and address any negative impact that those biases and prejudices may have on others because we all have them, right? The trick is to be aware of them. Most of us aren't aware of what our biases and prejudices are and how they impact others. Uh, the second one, self-awareness, is about managing your emotions and reactions, even in stressful situations. It's easy to, you know, stay calm when everything else around you is calm. Uh, but when you get someone, whether it's the boss or a colleague or a family member, come in and start ranting and raving, Self-awareness helps you manage your response to that, your emotions and reactions in those situations. Uh, it's about recognizing and adapting to the needs and perspectives of others, which that starts with self-awareness because you can't be aware of others' uh, needs and perspectives if you're not aware of your own to start with. And finally, it's about understanding your motivations and values, your strengths and weaknesses, your automatic thought patterns, your thoughts about your thoughts, so much more in this space. Every time I think of this mindset shift I mentioned at the beginning, I hear that Rocky Horror Picture Show song in my head. It's just a jump to the left. <laughs> because as you can probably tell, the shift is not a continuum. There's not a line, a direct line between self-absorption and self-awareness. It is really about a jump from one mindset to a completely different one or tangentially different one, I guess we'd say. They're both about self after all. So imagine a forest. A self-absorbed leader or aspiring leader can be compared to a tree that is solely focused on its own growth and survival right? So it may be taller or stronger than its neighboring trees, but it may not be able to thrive in the long term without the support of the surrounding ecosystem. And uh, we can talk permaculture in this space as well. On the other hand, a self-aware leader can be compared to someone who sees themselves as part of the larger forest. So they understand the interdependence of all the trees and how their actions can impact the entire ecosystem. So, you know, you have, um, now this is going to show my knowledge of the forest. I did learn about this back in high school days. Um, but you have the floor of the forest, you have the ferns at a particular level, you have the trees, uh, you know, medium-sized trees that are protecting the ferns, but the ferns are also nourishing the trees. Um, you know, there's a whole ecosystem going on there. And a self-aware leader sees that ecosystem, understands that ecosystem and realizes that it's there to support them. They're able to see the big picture, understand their place in it, 
And then they can work to cultivate a thriving environment for all the trees, not just themselves, which in turn helps themselves. A self-absorbed leader may consider the needs and perspectives of those around them, but their focus remains primarily on their own goals and ambitions. And this surface level consideration of others may not foster strong cooperation and teamwork and probably will limit their potential for success in the long term or at least their, I want to say their happiness within their success in the long term. Um, By becoming self-aware though, a leader or aspiring leader starts to understand their own biases and motivations and works to cultivate empathy and emotional intelligence, helping them to build those strong relationships, work effectively with others, and ultimately achieve their goals in a more sustainable and impactful way. Hopefully that illustrates the difference for you. It is Self-awareness is just such a big topic. But it's so crucial if you're wanting to be a leader. And I'm amazed when I see the leaders in many organizations that I've been involved in, how many have very little self-awareness. When I started this journey, I certainly had some self-awareness. I've been doing personal development, which is sort of the process of becoming more aware of yourself and helping yourself grow for many years. And I wasn't totally self-absorbed, but it wasn't until I started to do that inside work, the work on who I was being at a deeper level, that self-awareness work, the identity work, that I realized being a leader didn't require me to be self-absorbed at all as in only being interested in what I needed to do to get to a leadership role, it required me to be a leader, to ask the powerful questions, to give grace, to take 100% responsibility. Showing up as a leader inspires others, it supports others, it motivates others, and it demonstrates to others in certain positions that you are a great choice for that next promotion. And to be able to become that leader, I needed to be far more self-aware than I was even at that stage. So hopefully I've made that distinction clear for you and you can see why it matters and how it's going to make a difference, whether you're looking to get a leadership role or you're already in one. And just to sort of go off topic a little bit here, the beauty of the Her Leadership Way manifesto of the three principles and nine shifts are they are both the foundation to getting you to a leadership role and the foundation to do an amazing job when you're in that leadership role. So it really is a two for one deal. All right. So now the question you should be asking, hopefully, is how do I become more self-aware? right? You're ready. You understand why. Now you want to do. And there are a lot of ways to get started on this. We work through a lot of them in the Accelerate Your Leadership Academy. But personally, I think the best is asking yourself powerful questions. It is one of the most, I consider fun, 
and effective ways to boost your self-awareness. If you think of it like a treasure hunt, right, for the answers to some of your life's biggest mysteries, with the prize being a better understanding of yourself and your place in the world, and of getting on that journey to being a leader. All right, so powerful questions. Start by asking yourself, what do I value most in life? And this question is really like a map to your personal treasure trove of values, helping you discover what is truly important to you. And it's not a surface level question, right? You need to spend some time on this. And there are questions you can ask yourself that help you find values. Uh, I do an exercise on this in the Accelerate Your Leadership Academy, um, but you know, at least get started on this because knowing your values helps you navigate through tough decisions. It keeps you on the right path towards your goals. In fact, knowing your values makes sure you're working on the right goals in the first place. How many times are we working on goals that other people have really given us and that we've never checked in with ourselves? Is this taking me to a place that feels valuable to me, that I value? Is it helping me... uh, align, stay aligned with what I value. When you know what you stand for and what you value most in life, you can make choices that are aligned with who you are and what you want to achieve. And guess what? That same treasure map can help you become a better leader. When you have a clear sense of your values, you can make decisions that reflect what you stand for, right? It helps you stay within boundaries, know you're not negotiables and make decisions based on that. And that inspires others to do the same and inspiring is what a leader does. All right, here's a little bonus question within this one. If you want to know what really makes you tick, ask yourself, why do you value what you value? Digging into why is a seriously cool way to get to know yourself on a deeper level. You might discover what drives you, what you really believe, and what you really want out of life. Think of it as a bit of a self-discovery journey. You can journal about your thoughts and feelings about your values to get this one started. This can help you, you know, you can look for patterns in what you're saying when you're journaling about your thoughts and feelings and really get to the bottom of why you value what you do. Who knows what you might uncover? It could be a total game changer for your personal growth during this exercise. Uh, I know when I've done it and and I've done it a number of times because as I grow, my thoughts and feelings change and the patterns change and it gives me new insights. All right, final question for today. What sets you off? That's right. Let's dive into your triggers. This one is all about getting to know what gets your goat and why. When you start to understand what triggers you, you are one step closer to being able to take control of your reactions and becoming a leader who can roll with the punches. And the best part, by exploring why you're triggered, you can get a deeper insight again into your emotions, your thoughts, your beliefs, and start to develop a more nuanced understanding of yourself. It is fascinating. It's, I'm not going to say this is easy. 
uh, it can be really hard work when you start uncovering things that you thought for so long are based on a belief that someone else has given you. It's It can be tough. Uh, I loved Karen's approach to this. Karen's part of the community in the Women and Leaders Facebook group. And she says she'll often watch a show, uh, listen to an interview or a podcast or documentary about something she doesn't agree with or that she knows is going to make her feel uncomfortable. And then when she starts to feel those negative emotions, she reflects on the reasons behind them and what's going on for her. So looking for a values clash or a challenge to a long-held belief, etc. I absolutely love that. It's so it's so challenging and yet super powerful as a practice. So highly recommend that you um, give that a try. Think of it a little bit like a secret mission to discover the inner workings of your mind. It's a it's a pretty cool way to become a more resilient leader and really a better version of yourself at the end. So that's two powerful questions that can get you started on this journey of self-awareness. I think you'll find reflecting on your answers to these questions can help you, like I've said, uncover those hidden biases, uncover what motivates you really, uh, what beliefs you really hold underneath it all, and start to provide a clearer picture of who you are and how you show up in the world. Whether you're an aspiring leader or already in a leadership role, self-awareness is truly key to your sustainable and happy success. So get out there, start asking yourself some personal, powerful questions. The treasure hunt is on. Thanks for joining me this week. If you want to continue the conversation about shifting from a self-absorbed mindset to a self-aware one or about being a leader from the inside out, why not join us in the Women in Leadership Facebook group? You'll find the link to that in the show notes or you can search Women in Leadership in Facebook and hopefully you will find us. Um, I'll also pop the link to the manifesto in the show notes. Uh, There is so much wisdom in that Facebook community, Uh, you know, people sharing what's working for them and lots of memes, don't forget the memes, I'm loving the memes that we've got in there, makes the workday fun. If you got value out of this episode, I would love it if you could share it with others. And of course, if you've been listening to podcasts for any amount of time, you will know that rating the show and leaving a review helps others find the show. And I would really appreciate you helping others out, helping others to find their inner leader um, by sharing it. Until next week, continue to lead the way her way.